0: You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Welcome to session four of how to be spiritual. I remember the first house Donna and I ever bought The previous owner had left long ago and left the house really in a state of disrepair, seen most acutely in the yard. There was no grass in the yard, but there were millions of massive weeds. Now question, how did the neighbors know a new resident had moved in? Because Donna and I went to work on that yard. And we began to rip out weeds and we began to till up soil and we began to plant seeds and there were less weeds, more grass over time. Now, why do I bring that up to you? Because such as it is with the spirit of God, that when you and I put our faith in Jesus, it says having received that sonship, God sends forth the spirit of his son into our hearts. A new resident lives in you. And how do you know he's in you? because he begins to uproot ways of thinking and ways of living that don't fit in the child of God's life anymore. And he begins to plant new ways of living and new ways of thinking into your life. That's how you know the Spirit of God resides in you. He is uprooting some things that we saw in last session are contrary to the flesh, because the Spirit is contrary to it. There's things you used to do, the Spirit says, we don't do that anymore. But then he begins to plant new things. And we saw that he's consistent with the scriptures that James will even say, receive with meekness the implanted word that when the spirit of truth is planted in your heart, he gives you a desire to soak in this truth. That the channels of my thought begin to flow along the thoughts the spirit of God himself breathed onto this page. Now let's look at two other ways we know we're being directed by the Spirit. How do we know? He's consistent with Scripture. He's contrary to the flesh. And the next thing we know is He's community-centered. He's community-centered. It's interesting, in Ephesians chapter two, Paul's talking about how God took people who were formerly hostile against one another, disparate parties that didn't like each other, and he knit them together. In Ephesians 2.18, he says, through him, that is Jesus, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. That the Spirit of God, when he works on us, weaves former enemies into a family for the glory of God. He'll go on even further in that same passage to say that we are in Him being built together into a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. The Spirit of God knits together a family for God's glory. So how do you know you're walking with the Spirit? He loves the community of the saints, which is fascinating because in the modern world today, we tend to talk about, I'm spiritual but not religious. And as you look at information behind why people say that, some people say it because they've been hurt by churches and say, man, I don't wanna be around the institution of religion, but I want a spiritual dimension of my life. And I always grieve with people who said they've been deeply hurt by hypocrisy in the church. And yet I encounter many people that if you dig a little deeper, what they mean is, I want a spiritual dimension of my life, but I don't wanna be tied down to the obligations of serving a community. It's the outworking of rampant individualism into the spiritual world. And so we say, I wanna be spiritual, meaning I want a spiritual dimension of my life, but I don't want the hassle of a community. And so it sounds impressive when we say I'm spiritual but not religious, but I think if we're honest, for many of us, what that means is, I wanna say I know God, but I don't want the hassle of you. And what's weird about that is we talk about being spiritual as something contrary to being woven into a community. But the Spirit of God does not understand that. The Spirit of God is building the community of God. He's building us into a temple together. Formerly hostile parties, now family for the glory of God. And so later in Ephesians, Paul, as he begins to work out the implications of walking with the Spirit, he tells them, I implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you've been called with humility and gentleness and patience. Show tolerance for one another. Diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. How do you know you're walking in a manner worthy of the Lord? You are diligent to preserve the peace that Christ purchased, which will take patience and tolerance. It's not easy to love real life people. It's easy to love propositional humanity. It's hard to love your real life neighbor. But how do you know you're walking with the spirit? You are eager and diligent to preserve that unity he purchased because God is glorified by a unity of diversity. And Paul will say to the Corinthians that the Spirit of God took his spiritual gifts and scattered them among all of us, and he gave them to us for the common good. The Spirit of God has gifted you, some of you with leadership abilities, some of you with a a gift of interpreting scripture, a gift of hospitality, a gift of evangelism. He's taken different gifts and spread them among us. Why? So we can use them to build up each other. The Spirit of God empowers us to serve us. How do you know you're being directed by the Spirit? He loves the community. And the last thing we'll say about being directed by him, though we could say much more, this is a short session, I would say he's also Christ exalting. Jesus said in John chapter 16, he will glorify me for he will take of mine and disclose it to you. How do you know you're part of a truly spiritual movement? Because the Spirit of God loves to shine the spotlight on the Son of God that he loves to point our attention at Jesus. So beware of a spirituality that begins to obsess about the spirit and leads you away from focus on the sun. Because the spirit of God, some say is the shy one in the Trinity, that he likes to be the spotlight operator and he likes to shine the light on the sun. Jesus said of the spirit, he will glorify me. How do you know you're directed by the spirit of God? He wants to focus your attention on the Son of God, Jesus Christ, as we walk in His footsteps together. More we could say there, but I want to challenge you to think about it. What would it look like for you to diligently preserve the unity of the Spirit? What would it look like for you to weave deeply into a community where you can exalt the Son of God together? Ask the Lord to give you some specific, life-changing decisions you can make this week to follow the Spirit deeper into a community with the saints. I'm cheering you on. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.